0: Hey everybody, Ashley here, just popping in at the top of the episode to let you know that I done goofed it up, and I forgot to make sure that we were recording with the correct microphone, and the episode sounds a little bit like doo-doo. I'm sorry, but uh, hopefully it's listenable anyway. I think it's a pretty good one, so please enjoy also sorry for no episode last week uh we get into it a little bit why that happened and what we're gonna do to make it up to you so without any further preamble please enjoy the episode love you Hello, and welcome to Literary Merit, the show where we tell you what media has value.
1: Spoiler alert, it's all media.
0: (laughs) Every single one.
1: Every one. Also, spoiler alert, we'll be talking about spoilers. Here's your one warning.
0: (laughs) The one.
1: We only ever have given a second warning, and it was because we were like, this is really good. Here's your second warning.
0: You are always, you're always, we're just messing this whole thing up. I'm Ashley. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Alex. It's Friday the 13th. It's, it's it's a hard time. No, you're always like, oh, wait, don't. And I'm like, we already gave a spoiler warning, Alex. Today, we're starting by getting hygge.
1: <laughs> this is a new segment called Let's Get Hoogah. Don't
0: you love this energy that we're bringing to this episode? We're getting ready. Well. It's
1: the whole episode. It's like going to
0: be like this. So okay. strap in.
1: So it's freezing cold. Yes. In the world. In the world. It's, it's the winter times.
0: It's the not, not
1: quite officially. Is it not? I think the 21st is the official. Time. I know. Isn't that obscene? Yeah. Um, so our new thing is having a candle and
0: blankets, <laughs> and we're going to describe them to you. Know, you. And, and I'm sure that this is going to go just as well as the literary merit badge, and we're going to keep doing it every time, and we're going to be really good about it.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I give myself the literary merit badge for thinking of this other segment. <laughs>
0: you deserve
1: that. So, I brought down from my room the candle that I have next to my bed. I usually have it unlit because it is quite a strong fragrance. It is. It is a Target candle, Target brand. It's in a very antique sort of mid-modern um, pink glass uh, candle holder. Jar jar, jar, jar thing? It's like a it's like a it's like a vase almost. Almost. <laughs> almost. It's like a toothbrush holder shape. <laughs> Um, oh
0: Alex, oh no. But the
1: scent on the bottom of the candle says spring bloom. I, however, think it's more of like a like a cashmere kind of scent.
0: I I have yet to weigh in, but I did just eat a very strongly lemon flavored chocolate. So you so might that's have to take a We'll check back color. in with
1: Ashley. Yes,
0: at the end of the episode, we'll check back in and see what I think of this.
1: <laughs> and then we are in our cozy blankets.
0: Yes, we've got our. I've got one of those nice sort of sherpa microfiber yeah. blankets.
1: Mm-hmm. With it's, the the faux. Uh, yeah, the that's
0: uh, the, the, faux, the, the, the sherpa. Yeah, yeah. And then
1: I have a tie blanket that was once my grandma's, and it's it is mm-hmm. the warmest thing on the planet.
0: Lovely dark blue and red fl- yes. fleece Fire it's and water it's, a, it's night this is this is how we spend our evenings so Every welcome evening. welcome to our home we've got our candle we've got our blankets we're <laughs> no. here on the couch now back
1: to our regularly scheduled podcast segment
0: yes we're gonna do five minute masters maybe two minute masters we'll see how this goes
1: who knows
0: what maybe it's <laughs> seven minutes i don't know <laughs> we'll, we'll find out it's always a surprise i go
1: first right <laughs> You do. Do you know you know teddy bears? I'm familiar. Do you know about Billy Possums?
0: I don't. I'm not familiar.
1: So after Theodore Roosevelt did the whole teddy bear, yeah. uh, William. uh,
0: William Henry Harrison. No, William
1: Howard Taft. Oh, Taft. Taft was next.
0: Taft was next. And
1: capitalists were like, "What can we do?" So when Taft was president. They gave him a big old possum dinner that he ate all by himself.
0: Why would you serve the president possum?
1: <laughs> when you're William Howard Taft, you'll
0: eat it. He'll, but like,
1: who, I mean, he loved it. Like,
0: this bright idea.
1: So, on January nineteen, or sorry, January nineteen oh nine. The president-elect, William Howard Taft, was honored at a banquet in Atlanta. At Taft's request, the main course was possum and taters.
0: Oh, it was his idea. Yes. Okay.
1: A toasty pile of sweet potatoes topped with an 18-pound whole-cooked opossum.
0: What a wretched thing.
1: He ate the whole thing himself because he was William Howard Taft.
0: Well, he, he better. He asked for it. <laughs>
1: Nobody else wanted it. They're just like,
0: what is wrong with I'll eat the pot I'll eat the taters, I guess, but really don't want to eat that possum. Um,
1: and then, like, that sort of became, like, the next day a thing, and then people were like, what if this is the new teddy bear? So they called it a billy possum, and it was his new plush idea thing. Or not his, but, like, the media's. The thing? Um,
0: God, no. I can see why it didn't catch on.
1: Um, the next day he told reporters, well, I certainly like possum. I ate very heartily of it last night and it did not disturb in the slightest, slightest my digestion or my sleep.
0: Well, I'm glad, (laughs) glad to hear it, Bill. Oh my God.
1: And then, um, the Georgia Billy possum (laughs) company formed later, uh, and churned out thousands of toys. And they also, um, had, Anti-Teddy Bear propaganda.
0: (laughs) You really didn't (laughs) like Roosevelt, huh?
1: Well, I mean, it's like the new, out with the old and with the new. So there's this little image here of a possum with a knife and fork and a nappy can chowing down on a stuffed teddy bear with an apple in its mouth. And it says, good eating here.
0: What? (laughs) Anti-Teddy Bear rhetoric. Never in my days.
1: So began the down with teddy bear rhetoric. Wow. The Los Angeles Times wrote, The teddy bear has been relegated to a seat in the rear for four more years, possibly eight. The children of the United States will play with Billy Possum!
0: No, they didn't. (laughs) Spoiler alert, they didn't. (laughs) Never. Isn't that the most... That's absurd... Guys, no, you you can't just force it like that. Can well, cuz
1: teddy bear came so easily.
0: It's cute. It's got a ring to it. It you know, it just rolls off the tongue. Bears are much cuter than possums. There
1: are some instances of cute possums.
0: Yeah, but they're kind of cute because they're ugly. <laughs> like they're they're like awful little monsters. And I like that about them. But they're not as appealing as also, a cute bear. Also, it came from the fact that, well, I guess Teddy Bear, I don't know, ate a poss- an 18 pound possum. <laughs> it's, it's not as fun of a story as Teddy Roosevelt being a great hunter.
1: I've never seen anything more than a five pound possum. <laughs>
0: well, you know, these were the days.
1: These were the days. When, this was Atlanta.
0: Yeah, back when it was, when was, the the, when the it was wild.
1: Fucking Not American marsupials,
0: trash can possums we have these days. These are real possums. This is real. These are real country
1: possums.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I have something equally stupid to tell you about. <laughs>
1: Wonderful.
0: I'm going to tell you the story of Otto von Goerich and the Einhornhole, or Unicorn Cave. <laughs> Okay. So Otto von Goerich was a mayor and a scientist in the 17th century. What a title. Um, Yeah. He, okay, really impressive work as a scientist. He pioneered the understanding of vacuums and he like proved that it was a thing that could exist because people are like no such thing as nothing and he's like yes i can make a nothing watch nothing done yeah did it proved a nothing this is a vacuum nothing in here uh great great work man was a good scientist less good of a <laughs> less good of a paleontologist okay. well that's not in his title yeah uh, well, I mean, science. You know, paleontologists are also scientists. But
1: vacuums and paleontology. Yeah, they
0: don't, don't mix. S- and there's a, yeah, but there's a reason why he's remembered for the for the the vacuum stuff <laughs> and not the paleontology. <laughs> so the um it's in northern Germany. Now it was originally known as Zwerinlocher, uh, which w- sort of translates maybe to mean. Dwarf holes. It was a cave, and people probably thought dwarves lived in yeah. there, you know, as you do in, you know, early medieval Germany. Mm-hmm. And then in the 1600s, the cave became associated with the legend of the unicorn um, because so called unicorn bones were discovered in it by Otto von Goerich.
1: Okay, but Otto, here's the thing. <laughs> Like, I don't know if you thought this part through. Literally, there's only one piece of the unicorn that makes it a unicorn and not a horse.
0: So, he uh, he found these bones and he was like, this has to be a unicorn. It definitely has to be a unicorn. Now, I'm going to show you this unicorn he built oh. out of these oh,
1: no. <laughs> No, no. Hang
0: on, hang on.
1: Oh, no, it's gonna be all the wrong things.
0: You don't even, you can't be prepared <laughs> for what you're about to see. <laughs> <laughs> no, can you describe this for okay. the friends at home, Alex?
1: Okay, so I'm seeing a bipedal, <laughs> like, okay, it's like, okay, it's so, so, so tall. Skull, <laughs> So the legs look like like um, they're like sort of.
0: They're real big, knobby legs.
1: And then, so where you expect there to be like a chest
0: Uh, and a belly, (laughs)
1: it's just
0: a tail. (laughs) It's just all of vertebrae and legs.
1: And then as soon as the, the shoulders stop, it's just head. It's
0: just head, no neck.
1: And then the horn is it's, very big. It's
0: very long, very pointed.
1: It's as long as most of the tail. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's not a unicorn. It,
0: well, according to Otto, it is.
1: <laughs> I mean, he would
0: know. He he was a scientist. <laughs> now, and the mayor. Yeah, the mayor. He was... The most qualified man around. Now, we understand that these are actually bones from various animals like cave bears and woolly rhino. Yeah. Uh, so.
1: The horn is huge.
0: And look at the feet. Like, I bet you didn't even notice
1: <laughs> Well, there's toes. There's t- and horses don't have toes. Not
0: traditionally, Not no. T- <laughs> <laughs> So, um, that's why it's called Einhornhole. That's the Einhorn. Y'all have to look this goddamn thing up. I'll post it on the Twitter. Go to the Twitter. You'll see this Einhorn and you'll shit. (laughs) It's my favorite thing. It's horrifying. It's the worst. I'm just trying to picture this as a living beast. And I, it's
1: like it. It's like when they do those kids' drawings. And yeah. And they do like the cool interpretation of what it would. I don't do.
0: know where any of its parts go.
1: It doesn't have an
0: It doesn't. They don't. It has room for a ha- brain. It doesn't have room for much. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, that's that's the stupid thing I wanted to tell you about. Yeah. Yeah. I was very excited. To, to know how you were going to react to that photograph, because good God, I love it. All right, let's talk about the third stupid thing on deck for tonight. <laughs>
1: this might be the fourth at this
0: point. Yeah, how many stupid things have we talked about today? So, we then did it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, there was a Black Friday sale as it comes every
0: year. Yeah, and you know we got to go to Target.
1: Target to get those $4 DVDs <laughs> Blu-rays. We got
0: to get them
1: and the one I purchased.
0: Because we smartest, had to. The
1: smartest, worstest
0: decision ever. <laughs> we had to.
1: Robin Hood, 2018.
0: Oh boy, this movie's bad, Alex.
1: <laughs> and and, I mean, you know where you're at. This is literary merit, this is, there's-, there's
0: Right, there's, we love there's, bad movies. We
1: love bad movies.
0: We enjoyed <laughs> Jupiter Ascending.
1: Yes, we don't love this
0: movie. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm like fascinated. Would you
1: recommend it to anyone? Well,
0: Not because it was good. (laughs) Definitely never because I thought anyone would enjoy it.
1: The only thing that you will enjoy is apparently face they
0: survive. Yeah, and you know, he and Jamie Foxx really do what they can. They They try hard. They try so hard. They try more than this movie deserves. Mm -hmm. It's almost good sometimes when it's them. Almost.
1: And and there's some cool visual stuff, too.
0: Yeah, boy, that's something I'm going to need to talk about.
1: All right, so where should we start with this. All right. So you know Robin Hood?
0: This is different, Robin. Hood. <laughs> this, is, this is this is edgy. This
1: is edgy,
0: sexy Robin Hood.
1: Afghanistan.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. Let's let's just start at the very beginning. <laughs> it's a very good place to start. I I can't stop singing musicals lately. Uh. So. Robin Hood gets drafted.
1: Well, first he meets the girl of his dreams who's sneaking into
0: his His stables
1: to steal a horse.
0: And I gotta say, man, bad move on your part, Rob. The way you handled that, real creepy. Very creepy. Very creepy. Like, I get what they were trying to do, Mm -hmm. but basically he was like, oh, hey, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm stealing this jackass's horse. And he's like, I'm for it. Hey. Also,
1: I'm the jackass.
0: Yeah, she, yeah, she's like, who are you? And he's like, I'm the jackass that owns the horse. It's great, though. Hey, you're super hot. And it's like, he's got her cornered in yeah. the stable. He tells her, I own all this stuff you're trying to steal. And you're really pretty. Like, <laughs> not a good look, yeah. Robin. That's very, that's coercive at best.
1: So we've been also watching a lot of the Star Wars pickles. And I will mm. say this sort of intro to their relationship is very... George Lucas's romantic writing ability.
0: Right, where just, for some reason, it's very appealing for the man to be creepy. Just fucking creepy. Yes. And, yeah, and it's like, man, I love you, Taryn, but you're giving major creep vibes here. And then they're dating.
1: And then they're dating, and they're, like, in love. And they're just the only people in his... In
0: his castle. Like, you never see anyone who works in his castle. And, and it's never explained, like, how it is that he owns... Like, is the lord of v- Loxley yeah. Manor as this a very is, young yeah, man?
1: very mostly like,
0: like where's Like, where's... What happened to your dad? <laughs> Do you have any siblings? Where's anyone else? Yeah. Anyone? You've got this just empty castle. Uh... And then he gets drafted, which was totally a thing in the Middle Ages. And it's, like,
1: this really bold print, like... like
0: conscription! I, <laughs> yeah, and it's, like, no That's what... And he's, like, crushed. And it's, like, yo, that's what... Lords that's what lords for. were for. Yeah. It was for doing the wars.
1: And then he goes to the Crusades.
0: And it's just exactly like Iraq. Yeah. So that's weird. They're pointing their bows like, their guns.
1: And they're constantly
0: drawn. Con, These boys are so strong. <laughs> And you never, there's only one moment where you ever see a sword. This is the fucking Crusades. There is one sword used ever, and it is when he, when he's trying to stop the guy from executing John's son. And then he cuts the chain that is chaining up the captives with the sword. Yes. I don't know, he's very also, strong boy.
1: The arrows, like, break
0: They just explode on impact. This is wild stuff, y'all. So now I'm going to say, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's not necessarily... In fact, that's most of the joy that I derived from this film.
1: And it's an interesting
0: take. Sure, I can't say I agree with the analogy of comparing the Crusades to the Iraq War. There are a (laughs) lot of reasons why they're not super comparable, but okay it it's works, a it's a wise. they're trying to give us touchstones yes. this is a movie taking place in the middle ages for people who don't know what the middle ages were at all
1: <laughs> and the they people making the movie there
0: no one's interested in portraying the middle ages in this film we're just they don't exist here it's so irrelevant <laughs> so irrelevant uh yeah, so he he yeah he goes to the war. He fights Little John, who is a Moor, played by Jamie Fox, just trying his hardest. John gets his hand cut off. He gets captured, and boy, Robin doesn't like all this capturing that's going on in this. I'm not totally clear on what he's super mad about. I guess that they're executing these people. Yeah, instead of arresting them. Ar- arrest, you don't arrest people in war. Like, either it's you, like, Prisoners of war. Yeah, but they're not, it's not, <laughs> I, I, don't I don't know. Like, I don't know what he was thinking was gonna happen with these prisoners. Yeah. Like, were they gonna ransom them? Because they're not, like, nobility. They're yeah. just gods.
1: Yeah, and the, the, like, lieutenant guy was like, hey, give us what everybody's planning or We'll kill your son. Yeah. He's like, I don't know anything. And then they,
0: they kill, kill Salim. Uh, and Robin tries to rescue him, and he doesn't manage to do it. And he gets shot in the tummy with the arrow because that's what you would... Like, they just use bows for everything in ways that just don't really make sense. Like
1: the Gatling bow gun? <laughs> that's
0: rad. But yet, it's, so I was I was re-watching this film before Alex got <laughs> home today. I needed to refresh the madness. And yeah, like when Robin is like, pitching a fit, and freeing the captives, they, like, four men grab him and restrain him while a fifth man shoots him in the gut with an arrow. Like, why was that what you decided to do? (laughs) Like, you really didn't have to. But, like, where are your swords? Where (laughs) is anyone's sword? So that happens, and he goes home, and little John stows away on the ship i guess and it looks and oh no robin's castle is sacked, sac- Trust trash it looks like it's fallen into decay it's a ruin yeah it's insane like at very le- okay so they see they said he was dead and they seized his property why ain't nobody living in it it's a perfectly good castle why just leave it to rot? Like someone would, it? someone would can, move in. Yeah. Someone would move in. And it's
1: not like there's an established hatred between the the, sheriff, that point, the sheriff
0: and, and Robin. Robin. There's other just than, no relationship. Other than
1: if they had told, communicated that he was like a betrayer or whatever, or mm-hmm. whatever
0: yeah. it is for that. Traitor, a bad guy. Yeah, uh, tra- uh, um, yeah so there's just nothing. Just so little, so little is is explained yes. in this movie. And his
1: girlfriend's gone. And it's because... oh, wh- where's
0: Marion? And it's like, okay, yeah, I'm. I need to like re. I need to orient myself here. I'm just so flustered by this film. Okay. So he comes home. His castle is inexplicably ransacked and empty. Like, even like in the BBC Robin Hood, it was a really interesting thing. What they did was they seized his castle and Gisborne started living there and it became Gisborne's castle. And that was the whole thing where he's like, I fucking hate you guys, Gisborne, because you're living in my house! <laughs> like, no, just empty. Just empty house. Uh, now it turns out Everyone thought he was dead, and I, which is it? Just sort of like they just sort of made up that he died. Yeah, like the, the sort of origin of that lie is not really.
1: Yeah.
0: Not yeah. It's just like well, the sheriff said you were dead. Why? When two years ago? Anyway, so he goes looking for Marion, and mm-hmm. she's at the mines. <laughs>
1: Which is
0: the only location in this movie. The only location. So, apparently, because of the... Now, I just caught, I'm just i glad I rewatched, because I caught this line this time that I had missed the first time through. So, he goes to find Friar Tuck in confession. We'll get back to Tuck. <laughs>
1: That's the worst part of the movie.
0: Yeah, it's pretty bad. For, and then just weird. It, okay. So, he goes to and finds Friar Tuck in confession. And Friar Tuck's like, oh, man... Everyone, basically, nobody lives in Nottingham anymore, because they all got so taxed that they don't live in town any longer, and (laughs) everyone lives in the mine now.
1: Is that what he says?
0: Yes! (laughs) Everyone lives at the mine because they don't live in, the commoners don't live in town anymore, because they can't afford it. It got gentrified. Nottingham got gentrified, and everyone moved to the mine. The, mines slash the Okay, it's just this insane rickety hodgepodge of wooden buildings and just open flame, just gouts <laughs> of flame, inexplicable fire everywhere. And not just
1: for, like, the sort of vibe
0: when there's, like, action happening. No, either. they're like, just, just in when a... When she's, like...
1: Giving out stuff to the poor people that's
0: just... (sighs) Just flames. Like, what is this flamethrower here? This is a medieval mine. What is happening? What is causing this fire? I have no idea. Fire and
1: mines don't go well.
0: No. And, like, what are you burning and why? It's just wasteful. (laughs) So, turns out she's got a new boo, Will. And he's, you know, your standard... Sweater-wearing new boyfriend. <laughs> you know the type. Except
1: for that he's Jamie Dornan. He's
0: Jamie Which, honestly, I mean, with that cropped hair and the small beard, he's very much new boyfriend. Yes. He looks like an, he's wearing buttoned shirts <laughs> okay, we somehow can. in the Middle Ages.
1: <laughs> so, okay. So the costumes. Ah! The costumes. The costumes!
0: What are these so costumes?
1: So we have gray futuristic leather dusters.
0: Oh, man, that sheriff's coat. Look, it's like light gray, leather, duster, like, it's nothing. With a collar. No, does that, does it have a collar? I think it, oh, it's got lapels, even. Yeah. Lapels? <laughs> lapels, y'all. I know that most people don't know as much about medieval fashion as a nerd like me does, but let me tell you, no, <laughs> none of it. The fun thing is that the
1: costumes are really
0: fucking cool. They're cool, but they're, they're in the wrong movie. It well, and it's like it's I just don't I can get down on the cool anachronistic thing. I love a knight's tale, but it just it doesn't seem so much um any purpose. It just feels careless. Yes. Mm-hmm. It just it's like w- suddenly it feels like we're we're in the hunger games. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's nothing. Yeah, costumes are just nonsense. We've got John and Robin wearing fucking under armor. Like I... Wait, They're in the white. They're in... it's literally under armor. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Fitted clothes like that really... I I mean, of course, we don't know when this movie takes place. It's Ooh, it very, on what it very specifically is like, we're not going to fucking give you a year. <laughs> right don't you dare from, ask us.
1: Prior Friar Tuck. Friar
0: Tuck's very obtrusive, stupid, and unnecessary narration. narration. I don't know. You could cut that and we would lose nothing. Because guess what? He tells you... I'm not going to tell you shit about this movie other than it's about Robin Hood. And we already knew that. (laughs) So, you know, you didn't need to show up, Tuck. So, Jamie Dornan is her new boyfriend. He doesn't have a job. (laughs) It is unclear what this man does other than yell at people who are in power. (laughs) Yes. And they give out soup. And we find out later that he's sort of an aspiring politician. Something. Now, aspiring politician is not a profession. (laughs) Not sure what this man does to make his bread. But it doesn't matter, because this movie doesn't need you to know anything. It doesn't want you to. Uh, (laughs) So Marion is kissing this man. Robin is throwing up on a pile of coal. And John arrives, and he's like, hey... Your life just went to shit, right? And Robin's like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> and John's like, I'm gonna break <laughs> the government. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I made up my mind. I came to England from Israel. I don't know. I came. I came from the Holy Land to dismantle the British war machine. And you're gonna help me. This small. Yeah, just nowhere'sville, nowhere'sville, England, <laughs> Nottingham. Like you didn't even go to fucking London. What are you doing, John? Yes, yeah, he's like, no, I followed you all the way here. You the was... most was yeah, apparently. Nottingham, Nottingham. it's nothing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he like, he's like, you, you did something I never saw anyone ever do in the war and you flipped your shit and freed all the captives, so you're the guy. I don't have a hand anymore, so I really need your help. We'll break down the war machine by cutting off the money, and it's like, okay, I like that. I like that concept. It's a weird location for that concept.
1: And then also, like, using some of the money to sort of build himself back up as this rich guy.
0: Right, so that he can do the Batman thing and be a vigilante and be a rich guy with an alter ego. Yeah. Again, I like it. But it's kind of, the movie sort of implies that the entire war effort it hinges on the taxes collected from the people of Nottinghamshire. And are constantly,
1: like, doing more taxes.
0: And it's just like... What about the rest of the country? Like the whole entire war <laughs> is funded? And,
1: and then in we here? find out that the sheriff or no, it's the, the it's the bishop? The bishop or the cardinal.
0: The car- cardinal. there's a cardinal that shows up. And
1: he and the sheriff are funding both sides?
0: Apparently. I don't even remember why. <laughs> They're like, yeah, they're like like funneling money to the infidel. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know what any of this is. Like, they're trying to do like a war profiteering thing, but it doesn't make sense in the Middle Ages. It doesn't. So this movie has a very weird relationship with religion, and I think it's time we get into it, because we've got most of the pieces in play, and then you can sort of imagine how it all shakes out from there. (laughs) So we've got John, who is a Moor. He is a Muslim. Mm -hmm. We've got England, which is (laughs) very Catholic. Big cross. It's very Catholic at this time, whatever time this happens to be. You know? We've
1: got some church people.
0: We've got, okay, the church people in play. We got Friar Tuck. Boy, Okay.
1: The only religious man in all of the, the place, uh, Nottingham, yeah, that has hair.
0: Also, that is even remotely redeemable as a human being. Even though he's, garbage he's super actor. irritating, <laughs> but he's a good person in the script. <laughs> uh, he's nonsense. Okay, so mm-hmm. here's the thing. The reason why the figure of Friar Tuck exists in the Robin Hood story, Friars... Were, are, they still exist to a lesser extent. Um, They're similar to monks, but rather than serving in solitude and seclusion in a monastery, they serve among the people, and they have vows of poverty. And so they actually didn't ever receive money. It was was forbidden for them to, to have money or possessions so people would just give them food to to care for them and they would be among the people caring for the sick and teaching and doing all the very nice things that they did kind of a cool thing and so that's why he fits so well into the robin hood mythos is because he's you know by profession impoverished and cannot keep any money for himself um and they were you know well loved by people this friar talk seems to work at the church.
1: And does like confessions?
0: He does confessions. And like friars could be, we're not always, but could be priests and so would be able to receive confession, do that kind of stuff. But like he's like taking in the tithe. And it's just very weird that this friar talk like yeah. works at that church. That weird warehouse of a church. That's one of the craziest sets in the movie. The,
1: the, every wall is stained glass.
0: And it, do, it can't do that. You can't build be a this.
1: will it'll collapse.
0: You just, it, would, it wouldn't stand. Yeah, and it's just got these, like, weird... It's
1: like a trellis?
0: Pillars. Thing. Yeah, well, it's it just, I mean...
1: It's cool looking, it's nonsense.
0: Yeah, you they would yes. In the Middle Ages, churches just couldn't like be video built room, like that. Video well, and the wh- reason I feel like it looks like a warehouse is because like you often see warehouses with those big lattice... You know, it's like a uh, big yeah. metal. Wind- it's also
1: like a big rectangle.
0: Uh huh. Which is like yeah. There's no like arches there's or no other rooms. There's nothing. It's just a big and like just these pillars that are really tall. No arches. No and no pews. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna say <laughs> a lot of pews? medieval churches okay, didn't really okay. use them. It still looks very weird given the geometry of the space. And it's the just, assumed time period. Yes. It's just very big and empty. Like look at a mediev- any medieval church and then look at this one. You're gonna be like, you're right, that's not the same thing. It's a crazy church. It looks very sterile. Yeah. And I
1: And it matches the villains. I
0: get that that's what they were going for. And so I can you know, it's like, okay, this is a this is a, an absurdly a historical movie. It's not even attempting to belong to a time period. So then we gotta look at it as, why then this choice? And, yeah, it's just, it's so weird. Like, there's just weird red light coming from no particular source just to make the people in this church look more villainous. <laughs> like, they look super evil in this church. Um... So, pretty much every single figure of the established church uh, is portrayed as being wicked in some way. Like,
1: Like dressed in yellow.
0: Which is, yeah, not anything.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not, not too Catholic.
0: No, not, not especially, no. The cardinal wears red, because he's got a... Yeah,
1: but he's a... He's he's an
0: He's a... Well, he has a line something about like that's why the church invented hell. Yeah.
1: <laughs> He's just outing the church.
0: Just inventing. Hell. Okay. Ugh, I'm just bouncing all over the place cuz there are only a couple of mentions in this movie of the afterlife. Uh-huh. Um there's that and there's when um the sheriff is interrogating John. Mm-hmm. And he makes mention of, like, oh, well, you know, you Arabs aren't afraid of death because your God has promised you the garden. And it's like, well, you know, Catholics seem to believe in heaven too. <laughs> like,
1: well, but he's also, the sheriff is with the cardinal on the same sort of level. He's like, okay, hell well, is, is, is a
0: yeah. Well, he's he, apparently atheist. <laughs> the sheriff of nottingham is an atheist which was not really a thing one would be in the middle ages certainly not like openly (laughs) um but yeah basically he's like oh well you're not scared to die because but like so even if the sheriff is in on some kind of secret that oh turns out the church invented the afterlife he still should understand that the general populace of believers in the church would believe in heaven and believe that they would go to heaven so i don't really know why he's singling john out as believing in an afterlife uh, for being a a muslim like it's not it's not um unique to muslims (laughs) to have that belief in fact it's a little Yeah, very similar kind of an idea uh, in in Catholicism and Islam. Uh, And he seems to know plenty about Islam, too. Um, I mean, you know, yeah, he's got the inside (laughs) scoop on Islam. I I don't know. I don't know. The imagery, though. And
1: then there's the, the big old cross The big cross. down. There's a
0: big cross in the mine, in the big crazy battle in the end that of course has to happen at the fucking mine. Mm. <laughs> everything's on fire because obviously everything's gonna catch you on fire with all these gouts of flame. Yeah, and that big cross falls. But that's
1: at the, um, the, like...
0: The like sheriff
1: headquarters is it? It's like right outside of that. Oh, on the
0: that's mine. right. It's like on that street it's where like they the have that one weird
1: non mine place. Yeah,
0: just that weird street. Um, yeah. So a big cross falls out the sky, lands upside down in a pile of flames, and it's like that's sure a thing that you filmed. <laughs> You just really did that, huh? And they reiterate it, too, in the closing credits. You remember? Uh-huh. Yeah, where it's like the animations of that's things that so happen cool, in the yeah. movie. And that's one thing they revisit, is this cross falling into the flames. <laughs> so, weird relationship to religion in this yeah. movie. It's very anti-church. All mm-hmm. the church people are evil. Little John, or Little John, uh... Friar Tuck is literally the only, like, Christian person... But then, when he to be fired,
1: good. he's, like, in love with it. He's like, I'm free!
0: Yes. <laughs> Call it defrocked, but yes. <laughs> fired from the church. Uh, yeah. He's, yeah, he's... Well, I think mostly he's just like, oh, they didn't kill me. That's yeah, great. Yeah. I'm super glad I'm alive. Um... But yeah, the church is just real bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and in fact, they and like... There's a
1: masquerade ball.
0: There's a crazy masquerade. Uh, casino party. <laughs> yeah. oh, Gatsby. It's yeah. very gats-y. Gatsby. It's, it's got anachronistic uh, yeah, bang, roulette, roulette table and craps. I don't know. It's just like a it's crazy like costume orgy. It is. It's very Luc Besson. uh Yeah, I guess mostly like, you know, the the sort of most positive portrayal of faith in this movie is John Mm -hmm. being like, I believe in, so it's like, it's very pro-Islam, which is interesting. Uh, Great. In the beginning. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Very, very anti-church. And it just falls into that trap of assuming that the medieval Catholic church was just like, evil which is like not super accurate
1: yeah it was probably not like trying its hardest to be as evil as possible yeah
0: like there was definitely greed and corruption as there is in any powerful system but like so much of the daily life of the you know peasant class depended on the church like it was, you know, they benefited so much from it. You know, they were, the church was medicine. The church was science. Guess what, guys? They weren't, they weren't trying to keep down science or art or any, like, they were they keeping were it alive. It. They were funding it. They were making it. They were doing it. Like, so many medical advances, scientific advances, things like that were being done by members of the church. So, like, it's really a pretty big myth, the, the church was like.
1: And wasn't, I don't know, I maybe mean, it's been like a week since I watched this. But wasn't there like weird stuff implied about the sheriff too and like his relationship when he was.
0: Oh, well, he grew up in some kind of orphanage and yeah. the um, archbishop and some lord's sons would apparently come in at night and like beat them just for fun. So, like, it's just like, guess what? As an institution, the church is very bad. And I feel like that's kind of a new addition to the Robin Hood story. (laughs) It generally doesn't have much to say about the church. Basically, Friar Tuck is the only representative of the church in the stories. And he's good. So it's very interesting to really link the... And I get, you know, Robin Hood is often tied to the Crusades. Mm -hmm. But... To, ma- to to take this uh, um, stance of it being, like, bad is, is very interesting mm-hmm. and unusual. But
1: it's like, instead of, of the movie talking about how the church was bad and corrupt and the things it did back then, it's like, these are the things it's doing now. Look at it.
0: Well, and that's interesting because it's like, well say what you will about the modern Catholic Church. They're not funding the Iraq War. (laughs) Like, that's not a... You know, and that's where it breaks down, because, like, the Iraq War, very bad. The Crusades, very bad. For their own (laughs) reasons. They're different causes, different sort of global reasons why they're existing like they're they they just they're not really it really breaks down if you try to link them in that way and so that's why it is so interesting that they bring the church so hard into it i mean like the, the first thing that really shocked me that i was like whoa what is this movie doing with religion when john is training robin in his broken down house. He takes the religious icons off his walls and uses them for target practice. Literally. He's shooting arrows into these religious icons in his house. That's a choice. That
1: was probably very expensive.
0: Right. Extremely expensive. Medieval paintings. Beautiful paintings. And you just shoot them up. Like you don't have anything else, so like they, you know, this this Englishman who's become very disillusioned with, you know, the cause of the Crusades and you know the people in power in his homeland is teaming up with an Islamic band and shooting arrows at Catholic religious icons. Yeah. In Under Armour! <laughs> it's crazy! Like, it's... A, like, this is... This is why I love our podcast. So why did John get the metal hand? Just because it looks fucking rad. <laughs> he just, just covers like his cover. stump with, like, a big metal cup. It
1: doesn't have any shape to it. <laughs> it's
0: just a he big metal... It like, once. Yeah, he just has a big metal cup on his stump. As like you do... Like well cool I think there are so many things in this movie that I feel like they just had an image. They were like that would be fucking rad if that happened and yeah. they don't really justify or come up with any reason. So we see him like fucking forging this stump cup. <laughs> yeah, he's like got it and he's like blacksmithing it and it's it's all hot and he puts it in the water and it's steaming and then he just shoves his stump into it. And it's like, why'd you do that? It's not like you're you can just fuse it onto your body. Like, that's not how it works. So why? Why put it on you when it's so so hot? It's you it wouldn't do it. There's nothing. But they were like, wouldn't that be super fucking badass for him to do that? It's weird. This movie's weird. It's really weird. Also, like, apparently they're calling it a town hall meeting. That scene at the beginning where all the people are down on the ground and all the lords are up on the balcony. And that's when Jamie Dornan shouts at them. And they're like, we're proposing a bill that says we're going to tax you. And the lords are like, yes, yes, we we will vote for it. And it's like, why is this happening in public? <laughs> Why they they don't have to be present. Yes, don't have a choice. Yeah, you don't. Why are you doing this in front of them to add insult to injury? Like they're not voting. What are you doing? Why is this being held in the open air? Why aren't you sitting in a room in a castle? It's just nonsense, but they wanted a scene where Jamie Dornan could yell at them. And we
1: think he's a good guy but then he doesn't get his way and he just completely switches sides. The
0: most abrupt heel turn maybe I've ever seen. So they threw me because his name is Will and I think well there's a very famous Will associated with the Robin Hood story, Will Scarlet. I love Will Scarlet. Does that mean this guy's Will Scarlet? Is he going to join Robin's cause? Well, Won't that be cool when they put aside their differences?
1: Except for no.
0: He see it's in, so he's, like, dedicated his life to, to serving the people and doing good and fighting the man. And then in the heat of battle, he sees Marion kiss a wounded Robin, and he's like, that's fucking it. Oh, I'm a also, bad guy but now. But
1: also, all the people, when they're like, we're going to fight back, they're like, well, let's listen to Robin, not you. And yeah. then he's like, but I wanted to be the guy in charge.
0: But, like, they do, they do like, agree at, at yeah, first, like, yeah. where it's like, I don't like your methods, and Robin's like, listen, man, this is all we have left, but I need you on my side, yeah. because the people care what you think, and he's like, okay, we'll try it your way, and it's like, ooh, they're putting aside their differences, they've got friction, but they gotta work together, <laughs> and then just out of nowhere, because his girlfriend smooch robin hood who
1: was her ex
0: her ex rob he's like mm, all, she thought was dead all my none of that matters because what he did is he said my girlfriend is breaking up with me i'm gonna put away all of my political ideals and become a villain like what is he star? i mean yeah. i don't oh, know it's burned he gets, he gets two faced. Two face guys, I know what movie they saw. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. Like, he gets he's all a new sheriff. It's he gets all burned, and Rob or Mary is like, Come on, we'll be to... And he's like, No, I saw you with him. <laughs> and it's really stupid because yeah. it's like, just that's enough. Turn you into a full. He becomes the new sheriff because they murder the old sheriff in a church. What in a church? Yes, they they do. They fucking hang him inside that insane warehouse church, (laughs) and and Little John fucking loves it. (laughs) He loves it. He really wanted to do that. (sighs)
1: So they wanted a sequel.
0: Yeah, they were like, oh boy. People now we
1: are going to fucking love this. Yeah. This dark Robin Hood night.
0: Yeah, and they're like, yeah. And it's like, oh, and then as soon as we saw that Will became the sheriff of Nottingham, we're like, that's why they cast Jamie Dornan. Okay, yeah. that's why. Cause 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 a small he's a part initially. Yeah, and it's like, oh no, he's supposed to be the bad guy. Sorry you didn't get that franchise, guys.
1: <laughs> it right. feels like it should have been part of the dark universe. <laughs> Doesn't
0: it? I mean, it might as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, they're doing a, fu- yeah, let's just turn it fully into like, you have a extraordinary gentleman and just go wild with it. Yeah. You know, and like, it's really sad that this is an especially bad Robin Hood movie amongst really no good ones. Like, tell me a good one. <laughs> What's a good Robin Hood? Like, there's the cartoon but it uh-huh. barely counts. And tights, but
1: it's a different job, But right?
0: it's a comedy. It's a yeah. spoof of Robin Hood. Yeah. There's not a good just live action fucking Robin Hood. I guess there's the Errol Flynn, but that's such a different thing. Mm-hmm. They've tried real hard with Robin Hood. Ah, man, did you even see the Russell Crowe? No,
1: but it it's
0: the bad It's honestly... it's it's bore. It's more boring, but less bad. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just so- sort of like forgettable. Yeah. This has some real nonsense in it that makes it kind of memorable. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, the that one—it's just like I Kate be- Blanchett was there. That's about all I could tell you. There was a beach. I think they signed the Magna Carta. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just stop trying to tie
1: Robin Hood in with real world history. Like, okay, so this one—they're like, this isn't a time period at all. But then it's like, but you're the Crusades. Like.
0: That's a, t- that's a real That's a very thing. specific
1: time period. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, a long, long time one, period. But it
0: definitely is like a time. Yeah. Yeah. It ties it down to a century. Like <laughs> you've got like, yeah. And so like, so they were trying to do the Knight's Tale And thing. then they have like
1: gun crossbows. They
0: do. It's just bows or guns. That's how we make it relevant. Bows are guns, and they shoot through stone and they blow up on impact. I can't with this film, y'all. And it's like, but like, that's kind of why I love it because, like, who's gonna like this movie is saying some really weird and fascinating stuff. Well, it doesn't. I kind of feel like it doesn't matter if it knows it's saying it or not because it's still doing that work. Yeah. But like, who's gonna look at this movie and be like, "I want to unpack this"? <laughs> Who but us? <laughs> Who but us? You want can
1: uh, if you want to borrow it for three
0: dollars. <laughs> yeah, rent it on YouTube. No, rent it for me. Oh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't need this
0: copy. Yeah, we'll sell it. No, rent it. Rent it. Really yeah, sure. If anyone
1: wants that for bucks. Hey. You get three dollars from every one of our listeners. That's like what?
0: Thirty bucks. Thirty bucks.
1: That's <laughs> such an increase in, in money.
0: It's true. You could buy a good movie with that money. <laughs> get the return on your investment. Yeah. Okay. Do you? Can, is there anything more to say about this? Ratchet? So,
1: if you really love bad movies, go ahead and watch it. Yeah. If you thought what we said was funny when we said it, but not something you want to watch. Don't watch
0: you it. You got what you needed out you of it. You got what you needed. Yeah, boy. I feel like there's some other nonsense that we didn't even mention. But, I mean, it's just like...
1: It's full enough. Like, there's the, the whole... The heist.
0: There's I mean, so many heists. I mean, it's Robin Hood. It's Robin Hood. It's got to be all heists. But, yeah, just all these priests and their bald heads... And... I don't know. Oh, couches! <laughs> right! There's, like, a like an Ikea couch! Ikea couch. In where? I don't know what this dark, dark room is. Is this the sheriff's house? I don't know where they are. They're just chilling with the lords. Like, they're just... It's just, like, Robin and the sheriff and some lords. Some unnamed lords. They're, like, in a room with couches. A very dark room with a skylight. And, and, and like... Yeah, like with cushions and all, and it's weird, yeah, and then the sheriff's like, you motherfuckers, get out, I just want to be alone with Robin, Uh, and that's when he gives us a very uh, impactful monologue about being beaten as a child by these men that he is now associated with. And then they decide they're going to... That's an interesting... So he's like, we should hang a few of them, and that'll make them shit their silks. And then Robin's like, let's just hang one, and the rest will fall in line. Thread dropped. They don't hang anybody. Yeah. None of... That doesn't come to anything. It's just some fucking shit for Robin to say. Yeah, for Robin to just be like, (laughs) and also, I want to see big table, and it's really kind of homoerotic. There's a lot of tension in this scene. They're sitting on a couch in a room that's kind of dark, and they're just like staring into each other's eyes very intensely, and it's yeah. like, hmm, alright. Everybody
1: right. should have kissed Karen Edgerton in this movie, and it would have been better
0: for it. Yeah, just just make it the kissing Robin Hood movie. <laughs> yes! yes! Wouldn't that be more fun?
1: Robin Hood, but
0: fun. everyone kisses.
1: <laughs> like, Like, John kissing Robin Hood would have been great.
0: Will kissing Will Robin Hood? Would have, been,
1: a, would have been cinematic history.
0: history. Jamie Dornan and Taryn Edgerton.
1: Just like.
0: What can so you do? Cute. Adorable. They yeah. like just all kiss <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, we've lost our minds today, <laughs> Alex. Right on the 13th. Right on the 13th. And shit's been crazy. And we watched a crazy ass movie. Oh, and yeah. And 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 a man made a unicorn, a bad
1: man, a unicorn. <laughs> a
0: tripod unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! How long have we even been talking? It's a whole episode, Alex. <laughs> we oopsed it. We did a whole episode. Did we didn't one. even mean to. Oh, by the way, y'all. Sorry. <laughs> sorry about last week. Things were weird. Things have been
1: pretty,
0: pretty, pretty weird pretty around pretty
1: here. Weird.
0: Yeah. It's not been bad, a it's been a time. So we needed it but we're making it up to you, or we we're gonna try.
1: Extra bonus episode
0: of, you know. Yeah, we're we this one's coming out today, the day that you're listening to it maybe.
1: Is
0: not Friday the thirteenth. It's coming out Monday the fifteenth. <laughs> That's Wait, math. Sixteenth. No, sixteenth math. Uh, the sixteenth. <laughs> but then we wanna put out a Christmas episode on the twenty third.
1: We, we haven't watched that we We're gonna, We're oh that.
0: boy, you wait It's a good one, it's a good <laughs> oh. one Yeah, we don't know yet <laughs> But it. it's gonna be something And then um, new, Year's new year, one. yeah we'll pro- That'll probably be our like our wrap. Yearly wrap up, so That'll be the 30th And you're gonna get so much literary merit You can't even take it
1: <laughs> <laughs> Please we can't hold it
0: all <laughs> and Take it from us, take the merit Alright uh, do you have a recommendation?
1: I don't know. Frozen don't, 2.
0: Frozen 2. We saw it, y'all. Idina
1: Menzel, Literary merit Pads winner for the week. Yeah,
0: we'll give it to her. We'll give it for that song. Show yourself. Okay, she has to share it with the Lopez's though. Yes. Because they wrote the fucking thing. They
1: did write the fucking thing. And they,
0: fucking wrote the
1: fucking thing. <laughs> they did. Oh. Um, so yeah. Um. I saw it Twice.
0: Yes you did I'd
1: easily see it's, it Two more times It's
0: worth It's worth seeing
1: And I I've, I've talked to a lot of people About it And a lot of people are like Oh I'll we'll wait till it's on the movie No Fucking go to the theater You're And have Adina Menzel Just like theater. Make out with her voice At your face
0: Yes And it's You'll love it Every moment and you'll cry You'll cry
1: And it's funny too And like and funnier
0: Christoph got a real song
1: Christoph got a song Jonathan Graf Gets a song He deserves it He deserves it
0: We deserve it We
1: deserve it <laughs> Olaf's going through growing pains, and it's real good. It's
0: good. Everybody, the costumes, these dresses. I want to wear them all. (laughs) There's a horse made of water.
1: So this is funny. So the last dress that Elsa's in, Mm -hmm. the big spoiler dress. Apparently the day after the movie came out, that's the dress they put the Disneyland Elsa in.
0: Oh, wow. Isn't that upsetting?
1: They should have done her standard, like the blue-white one the I bluey, mean, the bluey one
0: the, the like the traveling, traveling of i mean yeah but like it's not like the, the outfit actually tells you that what happened but like in it's a, it's
1: just so spectacular it's to really see it
0: a wonderful thing to see happen but, but
1: like show yourself <sighs> also into the unknown is great adina singing but the pop version is kind it's... of better
0: <laughs> i won't weigh in on what's better but i will say it's, it's one of the only Pop versions that I like,
1: but they do have two other pop versions that are also pretty good. We got Weezer, we got That's Casey true. Musgraves.
0: That's true. Oh God, the Casey Musgraves.
1: Isn't it is so, so pretty? pretty.
0: <laughs> yeah, I usually hate these things, and I like them all. It's it's wild that they've done this. I,
1: they...
0: <laughs> I hated the Temi Lovato one. I hated it. So.
1: Well, because they actually took time rather than just churning it out.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was. Great. So I guess this is a joint recommendation. Yes, and cause...
1: Brendan Urie redeemed himself from the Taylor
0: Swift song. Yes. Yeah, we won't <laughs> talk about that. Okay.
1: <laughs> you have anything
0: else? Uh, yeah, I don't think so. I think I think that's my recommendation too cuz Yeah, it's fucking good. It's good. I don't know. Watch The Mandalorian. I love it. Turn da
1: Talk about and Mandalorian.
0: <laughs> 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 well, okay. We gotta we got to stop. We got
1: to we got to we got to that does it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Anchor.fm, and elsewhere. But obviously, you're already listening, so maybe just tell other people that's where they can find yeah,
0: us. Yeah, anywhere. Anywhere they want to.
1: <laughs> on the road. On just all the, just on the street.
0: Yeah, yeah just put your ear to the wind, <laughs> and we will be there. <laughs> yeah okay uh, please rate and subscribe so more nerds can find us also review we appreciate it it really makes a difference
1: uh, you can tell us what you thought about this episode on twitter at litmeritpod we also post updates on news, and news and you can look at you can the see unicorn. the
0: Einhorn. oh my god you guys you have to you're, see this shit you <laughs> <laughs> And thanks to Jonathan Colton as always for the use of our theme song Fraud from his album Artificial Heart.
1: And Jonathan Colton,
0: sorry for of album. Yeah.
1: Until next time, remember No, no Guilty, guilty
0: pleasures. pleasures. Steal from the rich, give to the poor. Eat the rich. Eat the rich. Mm-hmm.